0: Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, psychologist, relationship coach, attachment theory expert, creator of the ESL Relationship Method, author of Love Magnet and Athletic Wear Connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract A healthy relationship. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. Buckle up and let's get vulnerable. It's February, and there's that one holiday that happens in February that so many of us pretend to not care about. But deep down, we wish we had that person that was going to write us a letter, take us to dinner maybe buy us some flowers and chocolate. We just want to feel loved, appreciated, and adored. And on February 14th, when we don't feel that way, it becomes really obvious what's missing in our lives. I want to help you finally do the work on you that allows you to attract the relationship you've always wanted. Now is the time, not next month, not when work slows down. Now is the time to put yourself first and decide that you will heal your relational wounds. You'll let go of the things that are no longer serving you and you'll step into your securely attached, high self-worth version of you. You get to rewrite your love story. You get to have the relationship that you've always wanted. It starts with you. You really can rewire your brain and attract the love that you deserve And the best news is that you don't have to do it alone. I am here to help you inside of the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. Inside of the program, you'll get everything you need to become the securely attached version of you. You'll be able to fully release your past relationships and past relational trauma, and you'll have all the tools to set boundaries, communicate assertively, and show up as the secure, confident version of you. And right now, when you join, you get a special bonus package. This is just for right now. And it's going to go to the first 15 women who joined the program. So this will go quickly. You will get access to the move to secure attachment bonus package. This includes the boundaries audio course, which has been so popular with my clients, really a deep dive on how to set boundaries and the internal work that supports maintaining boundaries. You'll also get the Become the One bundle, super popular as well. This is three separate courses that will help you in becoming the one. And on top of that, you get a bonus month in the program at no cost to you plus extra juicy $400 off. I only do this kind of offer one to two times a year. And like I said, this is your time. You're here listening to this podcast for a reason. This is your time to do the work on you. Don't wait. You deserve it. You're so worthy of investing in your healing. You can apply to the program using the link in the show notes. And remember, this is only available to the first 15 women who joined the program this month. Don't wait. Go apply today. Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan. I am so excited about this episode. We're going to talk about dating trends in 2024. And I'm going to specifically go over a I believe it was a survey that was put out from Bumble, and they collected a ton of data on this. So we're going to just dive into what are the trends, what are what are people saying about what they want and how they're approaching dating, and then I'm going to give you some of my best dating advice. We all need that, right? Whether you're taking a dating break or you are out there and you are swiping and actively dating, this will be a really helpful episode for you. And of course, I want to remind you that today is the day that we begin the Move to Secure Attachment three-day challenge. This is where you get live coaching from me. I only do it one to two times a year, and you can still sign up. We start today at 5 o'clock Mountain Time, 4 p.m. Pacific, and gosh, what is that? 7 p.m. Eastern. Learn in my time zones, y'all. So, uh, wherever you are, if you are really wanting to work on yourself, you're wanting to heal, you're wanting to become that version of you that enjoys dating, I want to encourage you sign up for the challenge. In the years past, this has been such a game changer for people. I always get the best feedback about this. So don't miss it. Sign up. You can still join. And don't worry if you can't make it live, the recording will be sent to you. Of course, it's so much better if you can join us live because then you get to ask your specific questions. So if you can join us live, make sure you do so. Uh, But you can just use the link in the show notes to sign up. And if you can't make it live, it'll be sent to you. All right. I can't wait to see you there. I can't wait for you to get some major breakthroughs on your healing journey, and to move closer to your securely attached self so that you can be confident and enjoy your dating life and attract that emotionally available dream partner you've always wanted. All right, y'all, let's jump into the episode. So let's, let's unpack what Bumble shared for 2024, the hottest dating trends. So, according to Bumble, 2024 is predicted to be the year of self in the realm of dating and relationships. More people are tuning inwards to identify their values and desires, and they're placing a greater importance on emotional vulnerability, self acceptance, and shared priorities. Okay. What do we think about this? I love it. I love it. I love it. When the pandemic happened, we saw a large amount of people who had been out of dating or who had kind of just put dating on the back burner. Uh, we saw people really starting to prioritize dating. So part of it was because we were going through something so challenging that you realized, wow, it would be nice to have partnership in times like this. So it makes it. It forces you. To say, whoa, what are my values? What do I really want in life? If things are challenging, do I want partnership? Right. So I see this 2024 prediction as a way that that has continued where people say, I need to get so clear on my values and what I want. And I need to be able to express those to people who I'm getting to know when I'm dating. And I want to give you my take on this. One of the most important things when you are dating is for you to get clear on how do I want to feel in my ideal relationship? I tell my clients all the time, those of my clients who are listening right now, they know I say this, I'm a broken record. How you want to feel is like your North star in your dating life, right? You need to get so clear on it. It's going to give you so much guidance. It's going to help you make your dating decisions so much more easily. So I would ask you identify three core emotions on how you want to feel. Maybe it's, I want to feel safe. I want to feel uh, secure. I want to feel gently challenged. I want to feel cherished. I want to feel adored. I want to feel desired. Whatever your three core emotions are, I want you to identify those. And then I would ask you to look at what would have to be true in order for you to feel that way in a relationship. Essentially operationalize the emotion. What would a day in the life with your partner look like if you felt emotionally safe? what would it look like if you felt adored? I want you to get a real clear image on what it would look like in practice. And then what's so cool is once you identify this, it is a wonderful way for you to gauge how dating is going for you. And if you're aligned with the right person, because you simply get to tune inwards and say, huh, do I feel how I want to feel when I'm with this person?" So, that's a big thing I would add that's not listed here is just getting so clear on how you want to feel. What does it look like in practice? And then to add to this and to align with kind of what Bumble said here, it is also important then to consider compatibility, such as lifestyle, what kind of relationship you want. If you have someone who doesn't like to travel and then you have the other person who wants to pack their bags every weekend and go on a trip somewhere, there's going to be a little bit of tension, right? There's some major lifestyle differences or someone who's a digital nomad and the other person has a nine to five corporate job where they have to be in the office. So there's compatibility pieces, lifestyle, uh, obviously relationship to money is important. So understanding how you think about money and are you, are you someone who wants to make sure you have the best of the best of everything and you want to work hard and you have that super driven mentality of, you know, I don't care if it's, if you want to call it bougie or whatever, but you want the best of the best in life, right? Like that's a lifestyle thing versus someone who's much more comfortable with, um, being frugal or saving and not working so hard and just having a different lifestyle. Those things matter, right? So being able to also talk about compatibility in terms of lifestyle, the kind of life you want to build, it's really important. All right. What else does Bumble say that I can comment on? They mentioned in this article that a huge percentage of people it looks like 25% of people are really seeking partners who actively engage in social causes so this is this is really interesting right like i think that's up from what it used to be and the idea of a partner who has empathy for what's going on in the world and who's involved in social causes i i think that's really cool and if that's If that's something that you align with, then I think it's a great sign to be open and honest about that. Like put that on your profiles. If you are always hanging out at the animal shelter or taking care of, helping take care of elderly people at a nursing home, you know, being able to volunteer or being a big brother, big sister in that program, whatever it is, if you're helping in some way, if you're connected to a social cause, you want to include that on your profile. That makes total sense. And then some other trends. Ooh, this is so good. I love this one. Open-hearted masculinity. Can I get a help? Yes. We love when men are working on themselves and they are showing up more vulnerable and open, right? Um this is this is a huge huge Change and we're seeing this more and more. And I know I see it all the time. I have so many requests from men to work with me, it's gone up so much over the years. And I know it's because there's a lot of amazing men listening to this show Uh, men who I also, some of them have had the privilege of coaching myself. And this is a really, really good thing. And I think as women, and of course, this is very heteronormative and there are a lot of other dynamics that could be at play, whether in a gay relationship, lesbian, et cetera, right? Um, but in, a, in, in the sense of a heteronormative dynamic, women need to make sure you're not making the assumption that a man does not want to be vulnerable or that they're going to be emotionally unavailable. No, there's so much evolution in overall consciousness and who we're, who we're all becoming in our dating lives. So we want to be careful not to just make the assumption that a man's not going to communicate or he's going to be closed off. Like approach dating with openness, drop your expectations, and you may you may be dating someone who's really practicing being vulnerable. They're practicing being securely attached. And it's really helpful if you don't assume that they just won't have capacity for it. Give someone the opportunity to show up differently and I think you'll be surprised. All right, what else? What other trends? Oh, yes. Oh, I love this. Okay, mental health taking the center stage. All right. It says 58% of singles are now open about their mental health. Fifty-eight percent. That gave me goosebumps. Do you know how big of a change that was? For some of you who are younger, you may be like, "What? Mental health's always been talked about." No, no, no. I am I'm in my mid-30s and I'm old enough to remember when people thought that if you saw a therapist or you saw a psychologist, there's something wrong with you or you're crazy, right? And this is such a refreshing change for people to be open about their mental health. Now, that being said, here's something I want to add, which is make sure that people are earning your vulnerability. So if you are sharing about your mental health or something you've really struggled with, you want to make sure that there's enough secure attachment and enough data that you've gathered about this person that you know that you you can share about it and that it's going to be heard um, or received, right? And we don't always have 100% guarantee that someone's going to take it well or they're going to say all the right things, but we want to make sure that we at least have some data that they're capable of it. So for example, I think I use this example all the time of if you have a bad day at your job or let's say you had a bad interaction with a friend, and you're telling this person you're dating about it if they can't hear you and you do, and you're not feeling validated by it like they're not able to support you or show up in a healthy way about that kind of conversation then there is no way that they'll be able to do that about mental health or your childhood trauma right so you want to gather the data on can this person show up? Can I feel heard? Can I feel understood? Do I feel emotionally safe with this person? And then as that develops, by all means, be open. Be open about your mental health. Be open about any past experiences as it feels appropriate. When we're vulnerable, we give people the opportunity to show up for us in really profound and beautiful ways And we give people the opportunity to support us, right? And to know, oh, what might be triggering or what might be painful. And it allows our partners to be better attuned to us when we can be vulnerable. So I 100% believe in that. Just make sure that you're letting people earn your vulnerability. Let's see. what What is another trend? Oh yes, this is another one I love. It says move over physical attraction. Emotional emotional intimacy is stealing the spotlight. Seventy-eight percent of women on Bumble say it's crucial that their partner understands both emotional and physical intimacy. Amen. Spoiler alert here, the two are connected. They are so intertwined. And What I find is that with really healthy, masculine men, there's such a connection between emotional and physical intimacy as well. I know that there's this awareness that that's how it is for women. And then we think, oh, but that's not how it is for men. Not true. There really is an emotional connection to physical intimacy as well. When men are learning how to heal how to connect to themselves emotionally, how to become securely attached, then there absolutely is that relationship between emotional safety and physical connection. So this is a really good point that I could talk about for probably an hour, but I want to just give you exactly what you need about this. No fluff. And that is the fact that when you're dating, you want to make sure that you're not using physical intimacy to build emotional intimacy. Now, it's so easy to fall into that trap because a lot of us don't have the emotional availability. We haven't healed our emotional wounds. We're showing up with all kinds of insecure attachment styles. So having that emotional connection and building it feels So far out of reach that it's just much easier for us to focus on a physical connection and to use sex as a way to get closer to someone, right? Instead of an emotional connection. So, what I want to encourage you to do is think about this I want an emotional connection that supports a physical connection. I want to feel securely attached enough emotionally safe enough that I can open up to my partner in that vulnerable, physical way, right? And where the sex or physical intimacy is used as a way to deepen the emotional connection, right? Not where I'm saying, oh, if I have sex, then I'll create an emotional connection. I hope this makes sense. I think so many of us know this experience where you hadn't created emotional safety. You weren't able to feel emotionally safe with someone. And then you went too fast in the physical intimacy zone. And then you just feel terrible after, right? You feel like, oh my gosh, I wasn't, I feel so emotionally dysregulated. I feel like a crazy person. I felt like that was way too soon, right? You start spinning out afterwards. I know you, I've been there. Okay. And what I can tell you is that that feeling can be so motivating to then say, okay, I want to do this differently. What would it look like to do it differently? And that's where we have this beautiful term that, that I love, which is the slow burn. Like let's build a relationship slowly and intentionally, and let's use secure attachment and let's intentionally evaluate with ourselves. Do I feel securely attached enough? Do I feel emotionally safe enough to open myself up to this person? In this physical and highly intimate way, right and i 'll tell people this I say, if you have never had conflict with someone you 've never had an argument, and you don 't have any data around what is this person like when they 're upset and how do you repair and how do you navigate conflict if you don't have any data in that department, my ninety nine percent hypothesis like like i'm 99% sure that you are not ready for sex and by the way just a little side note i understand that there can be times where your needs are physical intimacy and you're not intentionally building a relationship and you're just exploring and you're having fun right that's not who i'm speaking to here. Like this is for someone who wants to intentionally build a healthy, long-term, serious relationship, okay? When you're when you are dating, if you haven't navigated conflict, if you don't know how to use i statements, if you don't know how to set boundaries, if you can't express how you're feeling emotionally, if you're not feeling heard and seen and understood, then you are not ready emotionally to have sex. So I think that's kind of a hard pill to swallow um, because it's so easy to get wrapped up in the moment and it's so easy to just use sex as a way to build connection. But remember, when we take time to build things intentionally and we build a really, really great foundation, right? And we just, we build slowly then we're setting ourselves up for a really healthy, sustainable, long-term relationship. And that was another trend actually in that article that I don't think I mentioned, which was slow dating. The slow burn is in, okay? I think there's a huge shift in consciousness where we're realizing, hey, I can build a big, beautiful life. I can love myself. I can have my friends and my career. And guess what? A partner gets to add value to my life. They get to come in and multiply the love that I already have in my life. However, having a partner, having a relationship does not define my worth and it is not going to fill a void, right? It's not going to fill a void. I get to build the life that I want and feel really good, and I get to be very intentional about where I invest my energy, who I spend my time with. Conscious dating is in, okay? And I really want you to be able to show up that way. And if you're listening to me and you're like, okay, Dr. Morgan, there is no way that I can learn how to set boundaries or there is no way that I'm going to be able to slow down I just go all in. I meet someone, and by the third date, I'm already thinking about our future together. Right. Or maybe it's you're the opposite. Maybe you have some avoidant attachment, and you're going, I can't even show up in the dating scene. I don't, I don't do emotionally investing in people. Right. Like if that's you, I want you to know it's going to be really helpful for you to do inner work on yourself. All the dating tips and tricks, all the dating trends, sure, they might be entertaining to you, but nothing's going to change until you really rewire yourself internally and build healthy relationship beliefs. Learn how to show up securely attached and learn all of the healthy relationship skills that you need to attract and maintain the relationship you've always wanted. So if you need help with that, you know I can help you. I would love to be your coach. I would love to offer you the roadmap to becoming securely attached. We have limited spots inside of the program this month. The Empowered Secure Love program is filling up quickly here in February. So I want to make sure that if you know you need to work on you, so that you can get those results that you've always wanted in your dating life. You don't wait another day. Now is the time you can apply to the Empowered Secure Love program using the link in the show notes. And I want you to know that in this application process, you'll simply have a call with my team. Well, they'll answer any questions. They'll walk you through a full relationship assessment give you everything you need to know. And then from there, we would make sure that if it's a good fit, we would get you connected to everything you need. And if there's something that we think would help you more, we'll point you in that direction. We want what's best for you. That's what I'm here. I'm here to help as many people as possible. So if we think there's something else, we'll, we'll let you know. Um, And the application process takes about five minutes. So don't wait, take action today. You'll feel better immediately once you take that first step of, okay, I'm done, I'm going to do this differently, I'm going to get different results. You'll feel better immediately. So go apply, use the link in my show notes. And I want to just encourage you that if you're dating, if you're struggling with where you're at, You so badly want to meet your person. You're watching everyone around you getting married. You are so frustrated that you had to send out a Christmas card with you and your dog this year. And you really just want a partner to build a life with. I want you to know that one of the best things you can do is stop trying to control how it happens because so many of us we use control because we're in a fear place. We want things to happen a certain way, right? We have this vision in our mind. Some of us don't even realize it. we're doing this unconsciously of how we think we're gonna meet our partner, what it's gonna look like. at three months this will happen. at six months this will happen. By a year, I'll have an engagement ring, right Like we we try to control and what this does is it really closes you off from all the beautiful opportunities around you. So I want you to think about how do I release control of the how? Just release control of how it happens. Surrender the how, okay? Just surrender it up. And then think about what is the outcome? What is the outcome that I want? That's actually, that's actually the most important thing that you can connect to And this goes back to where we started this episode. So go back to how do you want to feel, right? That's the outcome. How do you want to feel? What would it look like in practice? What does it feel like to wake up and have that relationship? I want you connected to the outcome. You have total clarity there. And then release the how. Stop trying to control how it happens. Open yourself up to connection. All right. I hope that was helpful. I'm so cheering you on. If you keep showing up, it is inevitable that you will get what you want. And you have to acknowledge that if you are showing up and it's taking forever and it's like, okay, I've been trying to do it my way for six years, 10 years, whatever. You need to acknowledge that you might need some help. And help is a really good thing. Help makes us get to our destination more quickly, right? I think about all the times I've invested in myself, whether it was grad school or coaching or all kinds of things I've invested in and I realize what it did is it saved me so much time. So I want that for you. If you're on the fence about doing the program, maybe you're scared to invest in yourself, I just want you to know like you deserve to not waste your time you deserve to get to where you want to go more quickly. So once again, if you're on the fence, I'm calling you out. Go apply today. You deserve to do this work on yourself. All right, y'all. As always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram or Facebook. Make sure you tag me. It would mean the world to me if you took just a moment to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this show grow, the more people will be able to help. Until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.